I'm all alone. And the, and the night, night is, is so long. long. There we go. <laughs> oh, so yeah, we're recording now. Oh, we are? Okay. We are recording. That was beautiful, by the way. Um, oh, I'm going to take a picture for our brand new Instagram. Wait. Of our no 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 not oh. of you no one wants to see your face. Oh good thank you. <laughs> New microphones. Yeah actually. Get out of my shot God no I'm kidding. <laughs> but since you did. <laughs> God no one wants to see your face. I know that's why we're on on well I was gonna say radio but we're not we're on a podcast. Mama always told me I had a face for radio. <laughs> Not a voice, though. I hate my voice. Hi, guys. We actually sounded pretty good on the first one. So. I think we said, well, I hate my voice. Actually, right now, I feel like, because I'm wearing the headphones, <laughs> my voice sounds better than it did in the first one. I felt like I kept, when I was listening to it while I was editing, I kept, like, equating, I kept thinking, like, I sounded like a girl, Ray Romano. <laughs> no, no, you did not uh, at like, all. I'm Kermit the Frog. I'm just like, why am I speaking? Shut up. No one wants to hear your voice. No, it, it, it came out really well. I was surprised my voice wasn't so like high and little kid-like like I usually sound like on recordings. No, no, no. Your voice sounds fine. You've got a voice for radio. <laughs> I've got a voice for sign language. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> Oh, anyway, where did my, I, I wrote out a schedule so I could keep us on track this time. Oh, and I'm going to set a timer because that was a, one of the feedbacks that we go up. Hey guys, if you don't know us, I'm Ames. And I'm Mel. And this is the My Favorite Haunting Podcast. Yay. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> um, but if you, if you happen to actually not know either of us personally, um, all we do are tangents. We, we, we never stay on topic. Um, but I think that's part of our charm. <laughs> we have charm? Sure. What would you call it? I don't know. Um, what's the opposite of charm? I have no idea. Anyways, hey, look, okay, I made a schedule. Okay, so first on deck. Um, yeah, so speaking of all the, the feedbacks and everything that we got, I want to thank all three of you who <laughs> listened and, and got back to me with, um, with your thoughts. Um, we definitely plan to try our best to incorporate all of your suggestions. Um, the biggest things were the timing and the sound, which, hey, I don't know if you can tell, but we actually got real sound recording equipment now. New mics, yay! I'm gonna, I'll, uh, when we finish here, I'll post the photo on the Instagram. Oh, we have an Instagram. I'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, so and actually, I, I think it's actually about two and a half of you, because I think two of you actually listened all the way through, and one of you listened to about not quite half. But well, thank they you. didn't get to my part at all then. Thank you for the effort. I, she didn't even finish mine. So <laughs> <laughs> don't take it personally. But um, yeah, but whenever you guys get to listen to it, you know, this is just something that we're doing for fun. I think it's something that we're both passionate about. And we think some of our friends are passionate about it. And if you enjoy it, we're iTunes official now. You Ooh, can um, subscribe through the iTunes podcast. That helps us a ton. Um, and then on top of that, if you feel so inclined to rate us, 
and maybe even leave a review. But even if you just hit, you know, five stars, because we're worth five stars. Um, actually, one person did hit five stars and she didn't even listen. She's just like, I know you're awesome. I'm just going to give you five. <laughs> That's nice. Okay, I'll take it. Sure. Whatever. That's cool. Um, yeah, so, um, so definitely keep the feedback coming. Keep your thoughts coming. Um, suggestions, um, criticisms. Keep them nice, though, because, you know, we're not getting paid for this. I just spent money on this. <laughs> we're in the red. <laughs> Our payment is your enjoyment. Um, but uh, we definitely, you know, we start this just for fun, but we definitely want to share this with everyone else. We want you all to enjoy it at the same level that we're enjoying it, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that. Um, did you have any thoughts about any of that? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think you covered it all. Okay, cool. Um, uh, oh, Instagram. Okay, so we're, we're getting the social media rolling. Um, I started off a Twitter account um, actually before I posted the first episode because I was really <laughs> excited. Um, but Twitter did me dirty, guys. Um, I signed up for the account and I put the handle as at my favorite haunting. These bastards <laughs> didn't tell me that it was too long of a handle and took it upon themselves to shorten it to at m haunting. So thanks for that, Twitter. But yeah, so if you if you're searching for us on Twitter, it's at m haunting. Instagram was much more friendly about it and they let me keep. Um, I, I shortened it a little bit though. It's at my fave haunting, so my F A V haunting. And then if you you know want to email us or look up our website, uh, the website is myfavorithaunting.com. The email is myfavorithaunting at gmail.com. And the last episode, I made the mistake of saying it's just spelled out normal. But if you're you know Canadian, favorite is spelled differently. <laughs> there are no U's in favorite in any of our addresses. So just make sure you're spelling it the Americanized way as, you know, we all just come in and take stuff over as ourselves. So um, favorite, F-A-V-O-R-I-T-E. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we're going to set up a Facebook soon. That's not there yet because we're not really on Facebook. So I have to sign up for a whole new account oh, and then right. make a sub page. So we're not there yet. But that'll, that, that is coming. It'll be there. It'll be there. Um, yeah, so that's our uh, that's all of our social stuff, all of our updates. Um, cool. Uh, do you have any updates about last week's? I sure do. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, actually, so after we quit recording and I went home for the day, I remembered, you know, a few other things about my uh, my haunted apartment that I neglected to put in because it's been years, guys, and my memory is a sieve. Um, but one of the things when I first moved in, I remember one of the neighbors had mentioned to me, uh, like out of the blue, like, oh, you know, enjoy that apartment. It's been empty for a little while. Um, that was a whole lot of noise. I'm sorry. That was my chair. I'm not going to edit that out because I already forgot what I said. I'm not repeating it. <laughs> Deal with it, guys. Um, uh, yeah, so one of the neighbors, I was, you know, when I first moved in, I'm talking to one of the neighbors and, you know, I'll enjoy the apartment. It's been empty for a little while. The last tenants got up and left in the middle of the night with no notice. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, 
just like disappeared. Like they just got up and left in the middle. They were there one day and then the next day they weren't there. They left all their shit behind. They didn't give any kind of notice to the oh. um, the landlord and they just disappeared. No one knows what happened to them. Um, I guess they were, I don't know if they were from Japan, but they were like of Japanese descent. So she kind of speculated maybe they went to Japan, but like nobody knew. Mm-hmm. No one had any idea. It sounds, And it's so funny because then when I remember that, I was like, that sounds like a really important detail like, yeah, yeah it's kind of a big thing i completely forgot about it because it was like right when i moved in and it was like such a it was before like any weird stuff started happening and it just didn't like connect yeah. it was just like oh yeah people leave new york city all the time yeah i mean it was weird like i was i think at the time i just blew it off as like oh they probably like were on the run first maybe they the yakuza was after them or something <laughs> but um the don't don't japan the uh, the Japanese have like uh, I'm trying to think of the word like ghosts are like um, revered or like scary to them a lot I I'm so the grudge that's not really what I was thinking about but yeah I don't know um, I don't know those details I don't okay. know that culture's like mythology that well i just i know the grudge <laughs> that's my and the um of oh, the forest the thing. suicide forest yeah. yeah that's my extent of um japanese folklore and sushi and hello kitty and all those fun things <laughs> hello kitty is japanese folklore <laughs> sure why not hello kitty you're so pretty um yeah and then um so so that happened i thought that would be a fun little tidbit to to update everyone on and then um the other half of that is um my friend jason of the yonkers ghost investigators who i mentioned in the last episode um who investigated the apartment he sent me over all the case notes and some of the recordings um from his investigations and i don't think i had ever heard the well the one i heard the the like demonic scream evp i had heard that one before but then there was another one that was um like whispering mm-hmm. and you can't make out what's being said but it's like it's definite like whispering that's overlaid yeah amongst all the talking and it's creepy and then i listened to the demonic scream again and i don't know if there's a way i can post it somewhere maybe maybe on twitter um or maybe on our website i'll try and get it up there but it is the eeriest fucking, and it's not even because I think before I had said it was like a woman screaming. It's like a fucking tortured soul, and it like it doesn't fit with anything that would have been going on in the apartment as yeah. far as like maybe it picked it up from somewhere else. I think people would have heard that, <laughs> even um, if it was from the street. <laughs> well, like yeah, well like it's not, it's weird because it sounds like it's far off, but you can definitely hear it. And it it gave me chills, but then looking at that fucking photo gives me chills still. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. And then oh, another another fun thing. I think I mentioned I meant to mention this earlier when we were talking about getting the feedback from everybody. Um, we had a request. One of the one of the listeners asked if he could be a guest. I like, guess to be interviewed. Oh, I guess or to guest host. Which I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, it's not anything that I had thought of. Like, considered. No. Um, I. 
I don't think we're there yet. No, I think we have to get a few more of these under our belt and get the timing down and right. that kind of stuff. Right, with our format <laughs> and everything. But, I mean, I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah. I was like, that's, you know. And I, I told him, like, I'll let you know if we get there. And, you know, he's probably listening to us now, like, motherfuckers, I just want to be on your show because, you know, I, I get it. We're awesome. <laughs> I want to hang with us, too. Oh, I do hang with us. <laughs> I hang with myself all the time. So, oh, yes. Um, no, yeah, but that that's definitely a cool thing. And if, if that's something that we end up, like, going down that road, or it doesn't even have to be a regular thing, but, like, then I started thinking, like, there's a bunch of people that I, I bet we could, would be really fun to have on. Yeah. And like any, I mean, anybody who has a story really, yeah. which is like so many people have had something weird that they've encountered. So, yes. And if you don't feel like talking about it yourself, just send us an email and we'll talk about it for you. Oh, please do. We absolutely <laughs> will. Um, yeah, definitely send us an email if you've got a story. Um, or even if you just have heard of a story that's like semi-famous and it's Googleable. Googleable. <laughs> Googleable. Googleable. Sounds like gullible. Yes, it does. You know, gullible's not in the dictionary. Yeah, it is. Right next to your face. <clears throat> no, that's Murphy's Law. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, anyways, that's, is that everything? Do we hit everything? Do we hit all the points? I hope so. Okay. Do you. Do you want to go first this time, or do you want me to go first again? Uh, you can go first. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. I started the timer, timing myself dun, dun, this time. Dun. I'm not telling you what my limit is. My time limit might be two hours. <laughs> Buckle up, bitches. Um, where are my notes? Because I took no. Oh, Jesus. The notes are open in front of my face. All right, so this one turned out, so our theme this week was hometown hauntings. So (laughs) local stuff, basically. Yeah. um, So the one I picked, which actually there's not a whole lot near here. I mean, in the Rochester area, there's there's a decent amount. I guess there's enough, so maybe we'll have more additions of hometown. If you limited yourself to Brockport, (laughs) then, yeah, maybe you didn't have many options, but in the greater Rochester area... Well, I looked around there, too. Mm -hmm. Should have done the armory. Yeah. It's been done, though. Next time. (laughs) Has it? I haven't done it. I don't know anything about it. Not here, but, yeah. We didn't do it. Then that means it wasn't done. Oh, okay. We're we're clearly the only, like, ghost podcast that matters. Um, I didn't know there was other ghost podcasts. Yeah, but we're the best. Oh. Because it's us. Cool. Yeah. That's my opinion. Anyway, so, hey. The only one that would be better is if ghosts were doing the podcast. That would be better than ours. She just set up the recording <laughs> and like do EVPs and just be like, all right, ghosts, talk, and then just walk away and then just post like empty air, like white noise for two hours. Two hours of white noise. I want to point out that, that we're having this conversation on my timer. Oh, I'm sorry. You can search. Can I? Yes. Thank you. Sure. So as I was saying, now two minutes and six seconds ago. Um, so this this 
this one, uh, I knew the basic story of it um, and like the basic background behind it, but I started researching it to see what else I could find about it. And it was really hard to find any other information unless I subscribed to the online Democrat and Chronicle oh, nice. for $7.95 a month. And I was just going to do it just for that and then cancel it. That's really weird because they let me look at articles free. Um, well, first of all, two, two points. Anytime somebody posts an article from the DNC, like online, yeah. like on Twitter or something, and I'll click on it to try to read it, and it won't let me read it. Oh, yeah, I've done it, that before. It makes me log in. Um, so when I tried to go look at the archives, it would let me like look at one for free. Oh. And then any subsequent ones, I had to subscribe. So I was just going to do it just for like the day and then cancel it immediately. But you guys, the archives goes back to like the 1860s or 70s or something like that. Like, wow. if we're going to do local stuff, it's a phenomenal resource. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I kind of fell down the rabbit hole. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I spent kind of a, a lot of time um, on this one. But um, if, you, if you are local, if you're from the Rochester area, you know all about the haunting of the Rundell Memorial Library slash the abandoned subway tunnel underneath, right? Um, so I looked up all this information about, like, the subway history and all that. I, I'm not even going to... It's whatever, um, but it's it's really it's really difficult to describe like what it would have looked like back then because I'll put I have um, photos and like like old like artist renderings of what it looked like. Yeah. But um, basically, the area so the Genesee River runs through the city, and back in 1902, the uh, the Erie Canal kind of ran along it uh, or crossed it um, like at the street level. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's, um, where the library is, um, the back of it uh, faces out over the Genesee River, and there's like an aqueduct there. Yes. Um, So, and kind of like a dam. Yeah. Um, So, that's the Genesee River, so there's, on the south side is the Court Street Bridge, and on the north side is, I think it's the Broad Street Bridge, so where Broad Street is, that used to be the Erie Canal. Oh. And um did not know that. Yeah. Years later they uh they drained it and they turned it into the street and they rerouted the canal. Um, I think south. But um regardless, so I mean it's really cool to see like the the photos. Yeah. Or maybe there's not so many photos as like drawings yeah. from back then, but it's really cool to see because it's like it's just traffic there now. <laughs> Back then, it was, like, boats coming through. Yeah. Um, and they made it, like, there was, like, a lock there. So yes. the library wasn't there. But um, this aqueduct was there, and uh, the, the canal, like, ran around it. And um, so it was really difficult to figure out how to start this off because I went down the, the – it's, like, it's basically a murder mystery. Yeah. And I went down the rabbit hole of who did it, <laughs> and I found all of these newspaper articles – and um, I'm just going to try to sum it up real quick. So uh, August 1902, 
um, a body is found in that aqueduct. Um, it's uh, the body of Laura Young. She had been missing for about five days. She was 23 years old. Um, she was last seen in a saloon with her husband. They were fighting. He Ew. was horribly drunk. She was sober. She's trying to get him to come home. He was really belligerent. He pushed her around. Um, there was a witness that said she saw them out back of the saloon, and he like threw her into the ground. Um, she ends up leaving. He stays. Um, that's the last time anyone sees her. There's a whole bunch of like controversy. They never, they never officially said her whether her cause of death was a homicide, a suicide, or an accident. The coroner says that it was unable to determine. But just reading these papers, and then after they started like the coroner's inquest, all the witnesses that testified, I think if you're not going to immediately pin it on the husband, there's still more than enough evidence to say that it's a homicide. Yeah. Um, and that's not even like the fact of like all of her like her her entire family, all of her friends. She was well liked, and they all insist she would never like throw herself off of a bridge. <laughs> Um, she would never commit suicide. Like she wasn't that kind of person. She was always like positive and happy and had a lot of friends. And, um, the fact that her and her husband were fighting and they had just come back from this trip to Niagara Falls with, um, another couple that they were friends with. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they were saying that they were, that he was drunk the entire weekend and they were fighting the whole weekend. And, um, mm. The fact that he was, you know, that, oh, and then there was one that came out, one of the articles from like a month or two later, one of the witnesses was testifying how he had hit her in the face with an umbrella Ow. while they were in Niagara Falls. Like, so you already have like the belligerent husband who's like clearly beating on her, which in 1902, you know, that wasn't yeah. talked about. It was nobody's business. It, it just happened and it was allowed and whatever. And, um... Then you have the fact that he's just shit-faced this entire time. So, And then I guess he was accusing her of infidelity. And, um, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so Monday night, she goes missing. Um, Tuesday morning. Um, so Tuesday morning, the husband, Andrew, Andrew Young, he goes to the, the friend's house that they had been out with, and he's mm -hmm. like, you know, where's my wife? And the friend is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, she yeah. left the bar, and you were still there, and we left. Like, she went home, and Andrew's all, you know, like, well, what happened? I don't remember. So he says he blacked out mm -hmm. the, the entire night. So then the friend, Frank Crouch, tells him, you know, you're an asshole, and you were yelling and cursing and accusing her of all these things and like hitting her in front of people. And, um, apparently he was mortified, mm. whatever. Just think about what you're going to think of yourself when you remember that you threw over a bridge, but whatever. Um, that's just my opinion. So anyway, so the, basically the, the basic timeline goes, um, so Tuesday morning, very early Tuesday morning, like right at sunrise, like 5 a.m., um, a worker at the lock on the canal is leaving for the day, and he finds there's like this dirt towpath that runs along um, by the Court Street Bridge. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I think those stairs are still there. You can kind of like walk down and go like, a, there's like a little pathway along the river in front of the Blue Cross, is that the Blue Cross Arena over there? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> but then, yeah, and then you, you go all the way across over to Broad Street, and then shooting here for me, you can totally sneak into the subway tunnel. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I don't recommend that as trespassing. Don't come to me if you get arrested. Um, so, uh, so this guy, John Slattery, he's leaving work, um, and that towpath that runs along the next to the bridge and runs along the canal uh, or the river, sorry, um, he finds it's all dirt, and he says there's evidence of a very intense struggle. Like, there's clearly man's footprints and a woman's footprints, mm-hmm. and they were scuffling. Like, they were, it looks like um, somebody got dragged, and they were just, like, struggling around. And then um, also there's, like, a, a stone wall. Yeah. And there was a, a, a lady's hat, and it was dirty, like it had been in the dirt, and mm-hmm. it was just set right on top. Oh. So he thinks this is weird. So he goes to his boss. They go to the cops. And he even mentions, like, hey, it looks like maybe she went into the water. Yeah. Um, but they don't see anything, and I think there's, like, no, there's no reports of anybody missing. Yeah. Um, oh. So... There's no reports of anybody missing, so the cops just kind of like, all right, well, it's noted, <laughs> yeah, noted, and you know, we'll we'll see what happens or whatever. Um, so throughout this week, Andrew never reports his wife missing. Oh, but so here's nice. like red flag number two, and see now I'm getting into the whole like true crime mystery of it <laughs> that I was like, we're supposed to be talking about ghosts. This is not, but dude, you guys, I was so just like on it. Um, so he, uh, shit, where did I leave off? So Andrew, this, this whole week for five days, he never reports her missing because he says that he just assumed she went to a friend's house, but he spends the entire week searching for her, which I feel like it's one way or the other, dude. Yeah. And wouldn't you go to all the friends' houses? (laughs) Well, but that's the thing. He did? But he's, yeah, like, he, oh. he was searching for, he was actively searching for her, but he didn't make a report because he knew she was at a friend's house. But if you knew that she was at a friend's house, why didn't you just go to that friend's house? Or why are you still looking for her if you know where she is? Yeah. So, like, that doesn't make sense. There's just a whole bunch of things about this that don't make sense. So, oh, my gosh. See, it's so, I know this is going to be a problem. It's so hard not to just jump into the entire thing. So, fast forward to, jeez, oh, I took so many notes. Um, fast forward to Saturday morning. Um, her, so, um, another worker is leaving the, um, the lock on Saturday morning now. So it's been five days and he sees sunlight glinting off of something shiny in the driftwood. So in this aqueduct, there's like these archways and stuff in the driftwood. I mean, even today, if you drive by, you can see those piles of driftwood just like accumulate. So he sees something shiny reflecting the sunlight in a pile of driftwood Mm-hmm. in the um they call it a mill race and i didn't google that to see what a mill race is but i'm guessing it's those like those archway things right i think so i think it's what like made the logs come together before they went to the sawmill oh, like out oh, okay because i i think there was used to be a mill there didn't they 
I don't know. I have no idea. Well, Mill Race is what they call it. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. But she, <laughs> like, I know those, like, little archway things is, like, where, because Jason and I went, spoiler alert, I investigated there. Um, Jason and I went and, like, found the spot, like, where her body supposedly was, like, found. Mm-hmm. And it's um, that, like, I'll post the pictures, but it's, like, this, like, archway thing that's underground um, adjacent to where the subway would have run. Yeah. Um, but um, so they go, they call the cops, they go to investigate, like, what's down there, and surprise, it's a body. Um, and they classify her as very richly dressed, because mm-hmm. clearly they, they had money. Yeah. And um, she had um, multiple diamond rings on her fingers. She had jewelry. Later on, it comes out that she was missing a watch. Oh. Um, and that it was eventually found. But the way it was found, it was though somebody came back and threw it into the water later on because of where it was found. And I, I mean, I, I imagine they had, when they found the body, they had searched. Yeah. And hadn't found it, so they concluded it must have been thrown in later. Um, and at the time I was reading this, because they don't specify, but it's 1902. They don't wear wristwatches, no. So it was like a like a pocket watch type deal. But they talk or like about a how pin. Yes, exactly. So they talk about how the pin for the watch was still securely fastened to her jacket, and it was like a diamond encrusted pin or whatever. So, and when they found the watch, the crystal face was cracked, and the um the ring on the top that it would have been attached by was mm-hmm. missing. So, like, somebody ripped it off of her jacket. Yeah. So, like, that, you know, would have been, like, in the struggle yeah. that it would have happened. And um, it just, like, that right there, like, that's homicide. That's not an accident. That's not a suicide. At the very least, you have somebody trying to rob her, mm-hmm. and she ends up going over. That's still a homicide. Yeah. So going through, like, all these, like, inquests and interviews and everything and the fact that they're having so much trouble determining or classifying her death, it makes no sense to me. And they go back and forth between suicide most likely or suicide is completely discounted or... And then eventually there's, like, there's not even, like, I couldn't find, um, like, an overall sum-up of the case. Um, the, The closest thing I could find was... Um, in December of that year, so this was all August, and then in December, the DNC published like a like an overview of all the different causes of deaths in Monroe County, mm-hmm. and like for the year, like it was like November second, oh one to November first, oh two, or something like that, and it it calls out this case as you know, it was not humanly possible to determine manner of death, um, which I'm like, but it's clearly a homicide. Um, so fast forward, so now that it's been almost 18 minutes, um, that's the history of it. Um, and that's not even all of the history because we haven't even gotten to the library yet. Um, so actually, let me jump to that real quick. So the library... The Rondell Memorial Library was built right above um, where her body was found, right over that aqueduct. Um, oh, I didn't know it was right over it. Yeah, where that library is, like just picture that was flat, but like all the that little that tunnel underneath that mm-hmm. was all still there. Okay. And that's where like she was found. Um, so the library was built. Start construction started in 1934. Was completed in 1936. Um, 
ghost hunters investigated there in 2012. And I have a bone to pick because I can't find... I found the the season the season that this episode is in. Mm-hmm. I found one DVD set on Amazon, and the seller wants seventy nine ninety five. Really? Because you can't get it anywhere, so they're yeah. price gouging, <laughs> and um, it's not streaming anywhere. And come on, Sci Fi, you need to stream Ghost Hunters. Like, come on. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, they investigated there in twenty twelve. They didn't find anything in the subway tunnels, except for some spiders. And granted, Jason and I didn't get anything concrete down there either, except for some a really cool like tour. There's a yeah. lot of beautiful graffiti down there. It's really cool. <laughs> um, and then uh, one of the so the library itself though is actually very um, active. Um, I couldn't find. They say it started about 15 years before the investigation, so this was 2012, so 15 years before would be 97, which was they yeah. had, the library had done a big reno. Oh, yeah. Um, that that combined with, it's built with limestone, mm. and you have all the running water right, right next to it. All of that stuff like contributes to stirring shit up. So um, like I guess the, the spirits use the energy from the limestone and the running water or something like that, create some kind of energy so that like when it's raining, especially if it's thunderstorming, you get a lot more activity because yeah. of the energy mm-hmm. it produces, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think I said last time, I don't do ghost science. <laughs> um, ghost science. I don't do ghost science. Um, but uh, so, and then anytime you reno something, spirits tend to get, because I guess they get, it's familiar. Yeah. And when you start changing stuff around, they get upset because now yes. you're changing their environment. Um, so the uh, I'm going to apologize now for my, my voice going in and out. I keep leaning back and not realizing because I'm so loud. Um, I just always hear myself. So I couldn't find a year for this. But I do remember, I, I did find mention of it online, and I do remember in the episode when they talked about it, a librarian named Frank suffered a fatal heart attack in the stacks. Oh. Um, couldn't find when specifically. I feel like it would have been like the 70s or something. But I don't know that for sure. Don't quote me. Um, so a lot of the activity is up in the stacks. Um, and I remember one of the biggest thing that pulled actually um, sci-fi to the library was there was on um, security video in the library. It was after hours. No one was in the building. And there's this big metal door Yeah. that I remember the workers even saying, like, we have trouble opening and closing it. Like, it's really stiff. It's really heavy. Mm-hmm. And there's clear video. There's nobody around. And this door opens. And then... It closes, and it's not like a wind came and threw it open or slammed it shut, and like they say, like it's really heavy and really hard to move, and I remember them, the guys on the team trying to debunk it and trying to play with the door, and they were having trouble like opening and closing it. So that was a thing. Um, There's also um, uh, the other thing the ghost hunters found, they heard like um, the book cart squeaking. Um, They did catch an EVP. I don't know what it said. But one of the really um, common things that people see is like a head and shoulders peeking out around the stacks, mm-hmm. like around the shelves. 
Um, and also the sounds of books being pulled and replaced on the shelves when no one else is up there, footsteps. Um, they, so that's the library. The library's pretty, uh, pretty active. The subway tunnel underneath, not so much. They didn't find anything. When Jason and I went down there, um, I guess I was reading his case notes and he didn't note anything, but I do remember we used, um, the ghost box. So it's like this, um, it's like a little radio thing that scans through like, um, radio signals. Um, basically it's supposed to help you with your EVPs. Mm -hmm. So it picks up on things that you can't hear and relays them. So, um, it, it sounds like it's just saying random words. Oh, um, but when those words start to kind of coincide with what you're talking about. That's something different. It's, yeah, it kind of gives out. And Jason didn't notice it, the, didn't note this in any of the case files. And I mean, this might just be like my imagination running away with me too. But then when I was doing all this, because I didn't know any of this information or most of this information before last week when I started researching um, Laura Young. Mm -hmm. But the more I read about it, the more my theory made sense. But when we were doing EVPs, um, the ghost box started um, saying things like, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something like baby, um, son, or boy, or like I, I was getting, it was leaving me with the impression that um, there was a baby involved. Uh -huh. And I remember asking, Laura, were you pregnant? Oh. Um, and after going through, and I don't know if I'm, I don't know copyright wise, like if I'll get in trouble if I post those articles, like if I log in and take screenshots and post the articles, because I know DNC wants to get paid, but um, yeah. um, maybe I can just like type out and like quote the relevant paragraphs. But um, the way Andrew was accusing her of being unfaithful. Mm -hmm. And the way he was being violent with her, like, I don't think it's that far-fetched for... And they were going to Niagara Falls for their, their that other couple, their friends, to get married. Uh -huh. So I don't think it's that far-fetched for her to be like, oh, this is so great. We're in Niagara Falls. Our friends are getting married. I'm pregnant. We're going to have a baby. Oh. And he, like, has whatever stuck in his mind, and he loses his shit. Yeah, like, maybe he was told at some point he couldn't have children because of some re reason. Well, they have known that in 1902. Illnesses or accidents in certain areas. Gonorrhea. <laughs> it also, like, I don't know. Like, I just started with all these theories because <laughs> it. Um, the article had mentioned how he had just left his job at, uh, I forget what he did. He did something with, like, making paper boxes or something. But he had just left that to open up his own saloon. So I'm like, well, maybe there were money problems. Ooh can't afford a child right now yeah um or the other thing that um oh the neighbor's cat's outside <laughs> oh hi honey there's a cat you know i'm distracted um the other thing that i thought of too uh was oh no shit i'm gonna have to edit this too i can't remember the word fucking cats <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Uh, oh, the other thing was because um, I had been searching those articles um, by searching Laura Young. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe something happened. Like, what I wanted to know what happened with him. Yeah. So I started searching Andrew J. Young. 
and a whole bunch of stuff that came up, anything that came up that wasn't related to this case yeah. was um, like a listing for like, um, like city council members. And huh. like there was an Andrew J. Young in the same time frame, like the early night, like the late eighteen hundreds, the early nineteen hundreds, that represented the sixteenth ward. So you know, right back then Rochester used to be divided up into wards, mm-hmm. and now there's like fancy neighborhood names, but like some of them are like they're still the nineteenth ward. Yeah. Um, one of my friends lives there, and I think there's another one too. But like, so it all used to just be numbered wards. Yeah. So he was on there representing the sixteenth ward. I forget what his position was, and I was trying to figure out is that the same guy. But then I was thinking, it's 1902. The time frame is, like, really tight. Like, how many Andrew J. Youngs yeah. could there have been? Unless he's a second and that was and his it, father. But it didn't specify in any of them. Like, it hmm. didn't, like, in these articles, it doesn't say junior. Okay. Um, so then I was thinking, well, if he's in politics, yeah. we all know how stellar those people tend to be. <laughs> so not everybody's evil, but, you know. No. A lot of them have that um, tendency. League, League of Eagle, Evil um, membership card. <laughs> League of Eagle? <laughs> League of Evil. <laughs> um, yeah, so my, my brain just went haywire, and my time is almost up, but I, if anybody wants to weigh in on that... You can um, have a few more minutes. <laughs> yeah, especially since I know a lot of that's going to get edited out, but... Um, if anybody wants to weigh in on on your thoughts with that, but I mean, if I, if my fucking asshole husband got drunk and accused me of cheating on him and then threw me over a bridge, and these motherfuckers couldn't even determine that it was a homicide, you're damn right my ass would be haunting everybody. Yeah. Oh, politics, cover up. That and that's Money. why he would have he would have had the pull. Yeah. Like he would have had that pull to be like because the way these articles read it's like it really but also it's the media too yeah so it's like you know they like to put a spin and like let's sell more papers and keep the mystery going so it's like well how much of that I would love to get a hold of those like police records <sighs> oh my god Can it, you? It, I don't know Freedom yeah. of Infra- Information Act I'm sure that sounds Especially like work from though. like 100 years ago Right? Like, why would they hide that? Unless they're trying to still protect Andrew J. Young's reputation. I was going to say, unless the Young family still um, has some political pull in Rochester. anybody (laughs) listening might have access to those files (laughs) or suggestions on how to get access to those files, that would be, I would love to read, I would love to read those case files. Yeah. Because I'm just, it's so, the way that these articles read and they're presenting like you know this person saw this and this person says this and then they found this and then at first they said they weren't even going to do an autopsy on the body because she was so badly decomposed which five days a week five five days days. in the river in water in august yeah that yeah your face says it all (laughs) oh she looks like she's gonna puke oh my god you're turning green can you not puke though because then i'll puke yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm kidding. She, she didn't really turn green. She got a little <laughs> red though. She did look a little nauseous. Um yeah, they said she was so badly decomposed they weren't gonna do an autopsy, but then later on they said they did do an autopsy, but they couldn't determine if she they listed it as drown as probable drowning because she was found in the river. But who's yeah. to say she didn't slam her head into that stone wall yeah. and was already dead when she went in? Or slammed her head and then went in and then drowned because she was unconscious. Yeah, that too. 
but just like you're damn right i would be haunting the fucking shit out of everything in that area like motherfuckers this asshole fucking killed me yeah i keep having to remind myself it was 1902 it was not I 2002 had to, yeah <laughs> i kept having that same problem because i'm like but 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 wait and then oh because it's 1902 and women were property and they didn't have that kind of technology to determine this and that and the other thing. right <laughs> so and that's the other thing like maybe like maybe she if she was pregnant maybe she was so well they wouldn't have been able to tell anyways right that early in 1902 could they have determined i think it would have to be big enough to be seen yeah that's what i would think too but i don't know i don't just give me the willies i don't do reproductive science (laughs) i don't really do any science i was just gonna say (laughs) no science for aims no no science for aims (laughs) cat science maybe cat i do cat science no ghost science no baby science yeah fake science fake science the fake science that i read on the fake news uh it's okay so anyway so the not i i think haunting wise my information is not as exciting as um murder mystery my my, well oh my story last week yes but um i just you guys i fell down the rabbit hole Yes, like, I did. just, it, it was making me so angry. And I just, I, I was trying to be wary of, I don't want to, like, like, my favorite murder. Like, I love that podcast. Yeah. And when I was doing the research for this, I'm just like, it's going to be like I'm, like, totally ripping off my favorite murder, which I'm not intending to do. Like, <laughs> they do an awesome job with what they do, and they can keep it. Um, so I'm, I'm not trying to step on toes, but um, I just, I mean, I get it why they're so i mean already like i already share that passion anyways with true crime but like it's just so easy to fall down the rabbit hole especially when you have access to yeah information and not just speculation like to read those actual articles were amazing but it was pissing me off (laughs) so much because to me it's so obvious yeah that it's a homicide and the it's always the husband but then you look at the that and i mean i say it's either it was either the husband or a robbery gone wrong because she was walking home alone at night yeah but he has time that's unaccounted for and then he ends up um calling a cab from that area like Mm -hmm. where that bridge is was like if they're walking home it's like halfway between the saloon they started out in and their home yeah and it's like it's directly on the way so it makes sense that they both would have taken the court street bridge yeah but he ends up like he would have gone that way but where he called the cab to pick him up from he it's like he walked across the bridge and instead of turning left to go home he turned right and went up like three blocks that's weird. Like, yeah. It's like, why would you have him meet you there when you're already, like, you're going out of your way? So, like, in my mind, he meets, like, she left. Mm-hmm. He ends up, like, maybe she's taking her time going home or she stopped to collect her thoughts or whatever, cool down or whatever. He leaves later. He catches up with her. They fight again. He throws her over in a fit of drunken rage and um, then, like, completely panics and freaks out and tries to set up some kind of different alibi for himself or something. I don't know. I don't know. That's 
strange. Did a cat just climb on your lap? Yes. She tried to climb on mine, and she didn't really fit because I'm sitting too far forward. She started to fall. She just used me as a bridge to get to the other chair. Yeah. Well, she climbed into your... So we're sitting across the table from each (laughs) other, and the cat went from the chair at the head of the table, tried to get on my lap, couldn't, so backtracked and went across to Mel's lap, and then went back to the chair. She came from over here. Oh, she came from over there? Yeah, she was on that chair. There's no, she couldn't have been. There's no room she, on that chair. She was. Where? There's like, all, my junk pile is on that chair. Maybe she like had two feet on there and one foot on you and then like came across like that. She's a fucking weirdo. I have no idea. There she goes. She's on the floor now. Yes, she is. Bye, baby. Yeah, eat your food. She turned five on Wednesday. Her birthday's Halloween. Oh, I have munch, munch, munch. <laughs> Better not throw that food on the floor. I'll kick your butt. Um, I was going to mess with this, but I'm going to leave it alone, I think. We'll just keep... Yeah, it's fine. Hi! Picks up for number three? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll experiment for the next episode. We'll, we'll keep it stable for this episode. <coughs> stable. The same. No, whatever. Mono. Chromatic. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a podcast. There are no colors. <laughs> you got me confused for a minute. <clears throat> oh, I aim to confuse. Would you like to tell me a story? Sure. I'd love to hear a story from you. Okay, you're a little bit creepy at the moment. I'm always creepy. It's my nature. Okay. I, I don't know what you're doing. I'm excited. It's a surprise. Sorry about that. Stop moving the chair. I feel like I'm too far away. Um, Okay, so my... Please don't do that. (laughs) I don't need the microphone up my nose. Um, So my hometown haunting is um, a building on the grounds of SUNY Brockport in Brockport, New York. Because that's where SUNY Brockport is. And that's also your current hometown. (laughs) Um, let's see. So there are several different buildings that they say have activity. Uh, Mortimer Hall, Morgan Hall, and the Alumni House are some of the of them that people say they've seen different things, but there's not really a whole lot of information. It's just like, oh yeah, that one's haunted. And, like, you couldn't find much about him. But Hartwell Hall um, is where, when people say haunting at SUNY Brockport, that's where they say it's Hartwell Hall. That's where all the activity is. It is also the very first building of the SUNY Brockport campus. There used to be an older building on the same grounds, and it was uh, just a regular schoolhouse, the normal schoolhouse. That's what they called it. They called it the normal schoolhouse, the normal school. Did they, like, learn normal things? I don't know. Because at first I was going to say, like, was it just because that was, like, the main, like, that's just where all the classes were? That that was the only building, so it's not like 
<laughs> I don't know. It's the, not like in comparison to like another building. Like that's yeah. the normal one, and then that's the abnormal one. Maybe and normal was someone's last name. Definitely. <laughs> the other thing I was just opening my mouth to say like was it named after like I I didn't I didn't look too much into that part of it because it didn't have a whole lot of bearing on Hartwell Hall it just was the building there before okay do we know what year Hartwell Hall was built Hartwell Hall was built in the 1930s it was completed in 1941 okay so this actually we're gonna I have a picture to put up on the website um an aerial shot this building is huge. I did not realize how giant this thing was when I was first like looking up the stuff. I like looked up all the information and then I looked up a picture of an aerial shot of this cuz I like I go by this building, I see like one facade and I didn't realize how giant it was. Um the first build um the first um things that were in the building were of course classrooms, some administration buildings. An auditorium, a library, a swimming pool in the basement, and a bowling alley. A coffee shop. Yeah, uh, all that stuff. A bowling alley? Yeah, a bowling alley and a swimming pool. Those spoiled bitches. <laughs> so, the, like, I was wondering, like, I kept on reading references to the swim, swimming pool in the basement, and I was like, how do they fit a swimming pool in the basement of this college building? And then I see how big the building is, and I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> now, currently, it holds um, some English and philosophy um, classes and a lot of dance halls. The dance department is in this building, and the recreation department. Is those were those ones are all what the building currently has. Is the pool still in use? There is no more pool. They renovated and oh, they got no, rid of they the got pool. Oh, they got rid of it. I, there's something about abandoned swimming pools that, for some reason, like, um, is it the Queen Mary that has the the onboard swimming pool, the indoor swimming pool, and it's like, is it the Queen Mary or maybe I'm thinking of another like a building building but there's some i'm pretty sure it's uh, like an old cruise ship that's like haunted that's hmm. like a museum now and um there's a lot of activity like in the swimming pool but they use it as like a storage room no maybe it's a school i'm thinking of shit there's <laughs> i know oh there's too many there's too many haunted places i know about i confuse them all but like there's something about like indoor like abandoned emptied out swimming pools mm-hmm. that just like i don't know like they fascinate me I don't know what it is. It's weird. Yeah. I'm weird. Well, you like pools anyway. Well, I like to swim. Well, yeah. But I mean, there's something about that, like, when they're, like, abandoned. When hmm. they're just, like, not in use and they're just, like, closed off. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. So, um... Now I lost my train of thought. Where was I? Now you oh, know how I feel. The things... Okay, so we'll move on to... Some things that happened. Where was it going? Okay, so a lot of the things that happened, um, they are reports of a lot of voices in different locations. Um, several cleaning crew people um, have seen the shadow figure. You only see, I don't know how they, I guess because it looks like mannish 
but they see like a man dressed in black, but they don't see a head. They see from shoulders down. And um, he's seen around room 190 and just standing there watching people. <laughs> it's just a creepy old man watching people do their thing. That's eerie. Um, and they say they hear a lot of women's voices. And um, one of the men's room toilets flushes by itself, and then the stall door slams. Okay, Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> that, that, like, is consistent and odd, and, like, there's reports of, I I think it was maintenance, a ma- maintenance workers, uh, men, using one of the stalls, and the other stall, the toilet would flush, and they know there's no one else there, and they hear the door slam. Is it one of those motion sensor flushes? I don't think so. The door slamming, I, that's different. But so my gripe with those motion sensor flushes, I seem to always get stuck with the toilet that either thinks I'm invisible, which is like my luck with mo- like sinks and, and soap dispensers and everything. Like most yeah. of those. And now lately, like doors. Like I was trying to walk into Rite Aid the other day. <laughs> oh, no. And I walked into the door because it didn't like see me and it didn't open and then somebody else came along like behind me and it opened right up (laughs) but poor Ames but but like with the toilets like so I either get stuck with that like it can't figure out that I'm there or it just continuously flushes the entire time I'm in there oh that's nice um no these reports were from the early 90s so so they didn't have those then that was not a thing yes um, trying to think. Oh, and some people report hearing splashing in the room that used to be the pool. Oh, I thought you were going to say splashing in the toilet. Oh, like, no, no, no. Splash- <laughs> that ghost has the ghost runs. He- hearing splashing. <laughs> in the Splashdown. In the, old, in the old pool room. You suck my battleship. What was that? <laughs> Shit, what was that from? Oh, that's from Harold and Kumar, right? <laughs> when they're the hiding in the women's room. I did not do, see that. No, do, do what? <gasps> I'm sorry. I I do not keep up with that. As I said last time. You guys. <laughs> I know guys, I'm terrible. You think you know a person. Twenty years. Twenty years. I have it on DVD. We're gonna watch it. Okay. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. He's a delightful. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So um, several paranormal investigation teams have come to do investigations. Um, Do we want to mention them or? Yeah, credit. I mean, yeah, absolutely. If you have information from somebody you should absolutely credit them okay otherwise they'll 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 send a mean email probably be like that was ours <laughs> well the monroe county paranormal investigation team um they were part of an investigation with a student that um was investigating some of this stuff and that's where i got some of my information was from um two different reports from two different students 
one from 93 and one from 2016 of what they looked into. And you said 93 yeah. and 2016? Okay. Yes. It's like a 23-year. And um, I tried finding this investigation on the Monroe County Paranormal Investigation site um, to get information because they said they got EVP evidence and stuff that like they had a link, but the link didn't work, and I was trying to find it through their um, official website, but I they didn't have it up. They didn't have any of their invest investigation material up about this particular one. So, I mean, this is all third hand <laughs> from me now. It's all hearsay, it doesn't count. <laughs> it still counts. Okay, Hi so baby, I'm sorry, there's a cat climbing into my lap again. Oh, no, maybe not. She can't just, okay, I won't touch you. You do your thing. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Are you gonna help us? Are you gonna help us tell a story? Can I take your picture? You're so beautiful. Okay, so, and um, one of the stories from the 93 interview was the student was interviewing two of the maintenance um, cleaning crew people. And one of their stories was um, very, very surprising. Ooh, excited. They were two, these two, there were two women, um, were cleaning one of the dance studios. And um, the girl, her name was Natalie. Not a girl, she was probably in her 20s or so. The woman's name. The woman's <laughs> name. The woman's name was Natalie. And she was up on a ladder, probably cleaning the mirror or something, doing something up on a about six foot high ladder. And she slipped and she fell. And she said it felt like something caught her and set her gently down. And how she landed was her arm was over, you know, dance rooms have that bar by the mirror. Uh huh. Her arm was over that. Like, if she had really fallen, she probably would have broken her arm. Oh, my God. Like, it was that kind of angle. I've broken my arm. That's not fun. Yeah. And she, like, she had no pain. Nothing. She, they wanted her to fill out an incident report, and she refused because she wasn't hurt. I know. That was, like, wow. And she, at one point, she says... She, earlier before this happened, like she was touched on the shoulder and turned around and no one was there. <sighs> but touching, touching gets me. Touching gives me chills. Um, they say that they don't feel menace from any of the things that they see or hear. They just, you know, the one guy just stands around and watches people. It, that's what it looks like. Like, he just stands there. They see him just standing from, like, a distance, like, a hallway length or something. And, um... That's not creepy. It's a little creepy, but it's... It creeps me out. But, well, It's not a menacing kind of like yours was. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, I might be a little bit biased. Yeah. Um... Oh, another thing that happens is there's, um... 
I guess it's like a cafe, like a whole bunch of tables and chairs. And at night they put the chairs up on the tables to, I don't know, do the cleaning on the mm -hmm. floors and stuff. And then like sometimes the chairs will just be knocked off, like you'll hear them fall. But are they stacking them like furniture stacking? No, like they like. Like, are they stacking them in pyramids on top of the tables and they fall? No, they're like. I'm being <laughs> facetious. Oh, I know they're not. <laughs> I'm trying to be silly. We're supposed to be like a, a, a funny, entertaining podcast. Okay. So. Now, as to what is doing all of this, they say, like, there's reports that. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat's tail is on the table. She's in my lap and she's squirmy, but then her, which is why I'm so far away from the mic now, because, you know, everything revolves around the cat. She just laid her tail on the table. We eat here, baby. You can't do that. Um, I put my ta tail in your bowl. Okay. So, um, one of the supposed culprits is a workman that uh, drowned in a cistern that was outside the normal school building. Mm. So before the, that was way back in the 1800s. So before the new Hartwell Hall building was built, there was... You said that was the 30s, right, when that was built? And yeah. The, it completed in the 41. 41. Do you know what year the normal school was built? Do you have that? No, I did not look up that. I but, he, <laughs> but he drowned sometime in the 1800s. 1888, it says. 1888. That he drowned. They said his name is Edward B. Rowley. Drowned in the cistern outside of the normal school. And um, people say that that's who is haunting Hartwell Hall. Another report or another person they credit as being one of the haunters is a Mr. Bates, who was um, the first headmaster of the previous building. Do you know how he died? Um, oh, shoot. How did he die? Oh, it doesn't... I don't have exactly how he died, but he died suddenly. So it, it might... But it doesn't specify, like, on the grounds or anything. No, it did not specify if it was on the grounds. And they keep re kept referencing um, a, a girl that drowned in the swimming pool, but I could not find any reports of anyone drowning in the pool at Hartwell Hall or anything like that. So the female voices that they hear, I'm there's no specific person that that's attributed to. Um, there was also a woman. No, sorry, not a woman. There is a picture of a woman in white, um, not near, not near Hartwell Hall, but there is um, a special. There is a special Olympics um, statue thing. Um, where there's like four or five, you know, big people standing in a circle. I can't, like the Special Olympics logo mm -hmm. people. Um, and 
let's see, a student named Sarah took this picture of the memorial and when she looked back at it, there's a woman in a white dress standing in the middle of the fountain, in the middle of the circle, and she says there was no person no there. there when she took it. Do because, we have that? Yes, I sent. <gasps> you we sent had, it. I, I'm gonna. We're gonna put it up on the website. Yes. So. Um, you guys, before she got here, I was checking my email, and <laughs> one popped up from her, and in the subject line, it says, do not open until after we record. So I'm really excited. It's like all, like a bunch of surprises. And, um, oh, she said she took it in, in summertime, and it would be really, it would be really weird to see someone in a long white dress in the middle of summer. I mean, unless you're at a wedding, right? <laughs> I guess, but who's going to be getting married at <laughs> this cat? This cat. <laughs> she's just. What are you doing? She is insane. Or she's doing like yoga in my lap, and I, or she's trying to do like a headstand. I don't know what's happening. She's like all over me. Yeah, you. You're silly. Okay, so I think that was that was about it for this one. This one was a little short because there wasn't a whole lot. I wish I could have found like information, actual information from like the investigators that did stuff. Sci-Fi was actually looking into using Hartwell Hall for a series they had called School Spirits. <laughs> I did not know they had a series called that. I mean, do they? I don't know. It didn't go anywhere. I have no idea. I did not look that up. We should. I've not heard. Like, how recent was that rumor? I don't know, but it was. It was in this thing. What is this thing? One of the articles I I found on this. Oh. <laughs> I think it was an actual news article. Oh, an actual news article. Well, I see you credited W. Rock. That's down at the bottom, though. Oh uh, yes. Um. I would love to go there and do like EVPs <laughs> in like the, um, I mean, there's no more pool, but like, even if we could get to the basement or like over by where the cistern was. Yeah. The, one of the investigations when they did their investigation, I guess they weren't expecting things to be open because they said something about, it was surprising that all the doors to the clock tower and the basement and everywhere were wide open, like unlocked and like, I don't know if they were expecting it to be unlocked for them or if they were expecting that to, all those things to be locked and secured. Well, the other thing is, did they just show up or did they have like, um, did they arrange in advance? They arranged in advance. So that's why I was thinking maybe so they maybe, got, yeah, they unlocked the it The school could have just left everything open for them. Like, hey, if it's open, free reign, dude. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, and there's a lot of like little passageways and stuff like <gasps> in the walls. Shut up. Oh my god. That's for me. <laughs> like down in the, they were like saying about how they were walking around down in the basement and they came upon this tiny little room and in this room there was a ladder and they went up like 10 feet up, the 10 foot ladder up and then there was a little another little room and another ladder that went up and it went all the way up to the tower. Shut up. And 
I want to go. <laughs> but yeah, this building is huge. I was surprised they like. It's just classrooms, right? It's not dorms. Yeah, this one's just classrooms. We gotta call them and see if we can get in there. <gasps> How cool! And we could do like a live. We could like record like live from there. Like do like a, I don't know. Good. That would be amazing. Maybe. I want to just go explore secret rooms. <laughs> yes. Oh, there's there's a, a room that disappeared too. What? <laughs> this is not Hogwarts. No, it didn't actually disappear. They combined two rooms together. <laughs> but wow. there was report. There were <laughs> there were reports of activity in room two thirty nine. And when the person went to look for two thirty nine, there was no two thirty nine. There was no two thirty nine. It, it was goes from two thirty eight to two forty. Yep. Exactly. Really? <laughs> then it, like then it specified. They must have combined oh, two rooms. Oh, no. You know what it is? It's the headquarters for the Order of the Phoenix. Ah, yes. With the disappearing. It goes right from, I forget the address. Oh, yeah. Two, 214? I thought it was like five something. Oh, maybe. But I could be thinking it's book five. I have no idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> terrible Harry Potter fan. I feel like having a Harry Potter themed room in my house makes up for whatever knowledge I lack, though. <laughs> so I think that was all for that one. That's so cool. I want to investigate the pool. I want to go with the super duper awesome new recording equipment we have and do real um, EVPs. Side note, the cat just jumped off my lap and now I'm suddenly really, really cold because she's so hot. <laughs> Now I'm cold. <laughs> My comeback heat source. So, was this supposed to be a podcast about ghosts? Because I think half of this was about my cat. <laughs> At least half my story was. Um, I think maybe like 20% of my story was about a ghost. <laughs> I, just, I just, oh man, I just. I know, that would be. I went right down the rabbit hole with that one. I wonder what it costs to get into that library at night and do an investigation. You have to pay them? Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Um, they're not going to just let you in overnight. But then at the same time, like when me and Jason went there, it's the middle of the day and it's a library. Yeah. So how much investigating are you going to do? And he exactly. even said, like, in the case notes, like, we try to keep it low key, but, you know, it's a library. So, oh, good, my heater is back. Um, she can't figure out what she wants to do. Um, so I think all he really did was like take a few pictures on his cell phone, but like where most of the activity is is like upstairs in the stacks. And for some reason, we weren't able to get up there that day. I don't know what was going on or mm. if we needed to make an appointment or something. But for some reason, we couldn't get up there. But this was okay. this was a while. This was over a year ago, so or maybe about a year ago. And like I said, my memory is a sieve, so. <laughs> Um, yeah. So is that, oh, no, 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 that's the next, no, go away, don't look. Don't look, you didn't see, it's no, a surprise. No, I, I really didn't. Okay, good. I accidentally brought up the notes for the next episode. I'm looking for my notes for for this one. Where did they go? They disappeared. Oh, no. I don't. Did oh. you actually close them out? I might have actually closed them. I think all I, all I w wanted to do, though, was just um, remind you guys email, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. Um, still open to all kinds of suggestions, uh, thoughts. Um, 
comments are all kind of the same thing, right? Those are all just, uh, what's that word? When it's the hominid? No, synonyms. <laughs> They're all just synonyms. Uh, um, yeah, we're still, we're still learning. We're learning as we go. We're doing our best. Um, but if you have any suggestions, um, commendations, complaints, uh, hit us up. My favorite haunting at Gmail and it's favorite the American way. No, you, (laughs) the only you is in the word haunting. Um, Instagram where you can see all of our, our pictures that we have that are related to whatever we talked about. Um, my fave haunting, F-A-V haunting. Uh, that's Instagram. Twitter is M haunting because Twitter. Yeah, I'm, I love you, Twitter. And, um, <laughs> and our website, of course. And we, we, we put these up as blog posts on the website, myfavoritehaunting.com, and there'll be photos up there as well. Uh, also, since we're iTunes official, the official feedback will come through the iTunes podcast app. So if you are an Apple person, we would love it if you hit subscribe. Even if you hate us and you never want to listen to it again, just hit subscribe and never listen to it. You know, <laughs> that that's fine. It's just a numbers game, really. Um, but if you did like it, you can rate us. Five stars would be great. But you know, whatever your heart desires, just be honest. And uh, if you feel so inclined, feel free to type up a review. But subscribing is the big one because that tells us that you're listening. Unless you're like one of the two and a half people that listen, two and a half. That listen to our first episode. <laughs> and especially if you would like to share your own ghost story with us or uh, if you have a suggestion for a story that you would like us to cover in a future episode, definitely um, reach out to us one of those one of those uh, contact methods. Is that it? I think that's everything. Thank you for listening. Stay spooky. <laughs>